One, you want some ones from me? Um, I don't need any ones from you, bro. Fuck. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, damn, they're really going at it. Who Who's going at it? I'm going to switch mics. Um, okay, I hadn't prepared for that. Sorry, this <laughs> one's on a short cord. I hadn't prepared for that, well. Uh, Raisin Man Arena, Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. It's just me and Sam today. Sarah's on strike. Sarah is on strike. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's on strike um, because we are making her pay the $100 for the SoundCloud uh the That's SoundCloud right. hosting Oof. that she hasn't paid in three Oof. years. You're bringing up a sore <laughs> subject. <laughs> a Venmo request of our friendship. A Venmo request that has gone unheeded for now two or three years. But Sarah makes the point that she often pays for her own Ubers to come over here. So has she made that point? There's kind of a hidden tax associated with her. A woman, mm, a the pink woman's tax. tax yeah. Yes. I didn't. I didn't know that she made for that doing point. This podcast. Honestly. I'm almost willing to accept that. All right. It probably comes out to hundred dollars. Well, I'm not. I'm not anywhere in this argument. I'm just delivering what Sarah would say. You know, don't she said that to you. No, she said that to us on the podcast. Did she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I I, I can accept that actually. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, but she's not here right now. It's just me and Sam. It, it didn't occur to her that we've bought these couches. That she sits on every every time. It didn't occur to her, no. You know? And that we have to buy all the food to keep ourselves fed. That keeps <laughs> us alive to do the podcast. That's This is the men's tax. Yeah. Yes. Well, now I'm just being a smartass. <laughs> um, what's up, everybody? We got Carly in the chat. Who is... Uh, we got Nolan Soft on the... He's a first-time chatter, but is, is the video not going? Oh, my video's not going. Um... Hold on. You vamp for a second. I'm trying to figure out okay. what's going on. What's up, video. everybody? I'm vamping here. Um, yeah, got in from uh, Berlin about two nights ago. Uh, this is our second day back in the United States. And um, things are pretty good. <laughs> I wow. woke up at 5.30 this morning. Really? So yeah, me too. I woke up at 6. Yeah, so jet lag is still still a thing. But um, You know, someone was saying it's always easier to go to in the direction, in the western direction for jet lag um, because you wake up in the morning really refreshed, like you become a morning person. Right. So we went, so we're benefiting now. Yes, it's true. It depends if you want to be a morning person. But, in, but nothing better than being in Berlin and not being able to fall asleep till 5 a.m. Yes. Now that's... That's that, ideal. That was crazy. That is ideal for what Berlin is like. It was funny like. to see you like take 14 showers and stuff. And I was thinking as I was like lying in bed, I was like, Felipe has no mechanisms <laughs> for how to like handle being awake or like alone in his head. Maybe I'm wrong, but I was like, wow, he's taken like three showers over the course of maybe an hour and a half. No, bro. It was like four hours. I was up. I was up all night. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe you're right, but I tried everything, you know, because so the first night we arrived, I couldn't sleep. We went to, okay, go back. We went to Berlin for the Pictoplasma Animation Festival. Me and Sam both had a cartoon in the thing. And uh, and uh, first night I couldn't fall asleep. And I was freaking out because I was like, I need to be well rested. We're about to try to stay up every night. Yeah. Right. That was the plan. It was like, let's kind of like party. And so I'm not sleeping the first night. I was like, this already is not boding well because I am really sensitive. If I don't sleep, it fucks me up. Right. Um. So then I'm not falling asleep. And I tried everything. I put on a podcast. I meditated. I put on a little meditation sound thing. I put on some white noise. I tried reading. <laughs> I took a, but then I took a shower, took three showers, took three different showers. One was a cold shower. Sometimes when I can't sleep, I take a cold shower and then I do a Wim Hof breathing thing. And that helps me a lot. Sometimes I take a warm shower. 
it's it all it's to a third party observer a person sleeping is in the room it amounted to a lot of busy business yes <laughs> it's like wow flip is giving himself a ton of tasks <laughs> i was afraid to like open my eyes because i was like oh he'll he'll be in the corner somewhere under like a a warm wet towel like masturbating <laughs> something like that <laughs> and doing yeah like a, a the german breathing <laughs> technique <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah you i mean I, we we were able to sleep but we ended up just sleeping during the entire festival and just then only, during the daytime yeah. <laughs> only waking up and going out at night yeah no 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 we saw we saw we, we saw were some at no 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 we were at the festival we saw some stuff no 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 we saw some stuff we missed two of the screenings um one of them we didn't mean to miss Yes. It was an accident. I meant fully to go, and then we fucked it up. Yes. Fucked up the timing. But it was great. It was really fun, and we got to hang out with a lot of friends. It was great. There's a whole circuit of people who just go to festivals, and that's kind of like how they hang out with people. Yeah, that's like open mics for animators. Right. Right. Is like a weird remote festival in the mountains of France or something like that, or in Japan, or right. just, just these far-flung parts of the world. So... And then you go, it's like a little, co- like this was like almost like a little college campus. It was like a little green lawn and then right next to it is where all the movies were showing. And then you have a class of like, maybe like six people who are like the kings of the festival. Animators that everybody wants to meet. Yes. And they're just like, and they're kind of the, the, the nodes. They're kind of the locus points where everybody's surrounding those people. Totally. In truth, I didn't know who those people were yeah so i would always kind of introduce myself as just like kind of a, a nobody assuming that the other person was kind of like a nobody and then i would later discover that they were like a speaker somewhere and so it was a classic case of not knowing anything about the world puts you in this kind of privileged position because you're not afraid to talk to anybody i think that's true but it's not like it's not I think that the love, the amounts of clout to be had in the animation world are like relatively small. So those people are already right. pretty Dr- humble. Amount of clout. Those people are humble. I yeah. think. Like if you were at a comedy thing or at a film thing, I think those people are like a little more difficult to approach. And 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 big timing them it has like it's like a lands a harder punch. Mm-hmm. But I think with animators, when you introduce yourself, not I don't think there's an animator that's going to be like what the fuck? He doesn't know me. Cause that's their whole life. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I went up, to, I went to try and f- get some food at the buffet and this guy was like, get to the back of the line. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I make a little 3d guy that spins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and is like a Rubik's cube character. I- I'm sorry. Who are you? That's what people kept saying to me. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, bye. Uh, uh, yeah. Could you refill my drink, yeah, please? Yeah, they kept handing you like a tray, like an empty tray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I make little 3D things in VR. In my... <laughs> um, yeah. No, it was fine. It was fun. Everyone's really nice. Yeah. Um, and also, I think uh, even... So if... Uh, in the, in the world of comedy, you know, there are some social people, but it's generally a pretty low bar for the amount of like sort of social talent that the comedy world has. You know, people are generally pretty awkward. They don't know how to talk. You're to saying you. in comedy people are, are I'd low, say so. low social talent? Some people are are like really good at it, but generally it's like a world filled with awkward people. I'd say. Interesting. Okay, wait. So say what do you think about animation? And so animation is if you can believe it, listener, even us a rung below that. <laughs> In terms of social talent. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was just funny to get there and be like, well, if you can kind of carry a conversation, uh, you'll be a person people you'll maybe be the might cool, want to talk, cool talk to. I'm not saying I was the cool guy. <laughs> that would that'd be a, a bridge too far. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, it's... Uh, I think people are being nice to me because I can make eye contact with them <laughs> and I'm not staring at their <laughs> shoes or something. <laughs> and you're not a big blob character with huge eyeballs. <laughs> Bro, if I was that, through. they'd be all over me. <laughs> <laughs> they would love that. Um, 
anyone names you remember from the festival? We hung out with our good friend Simeon Kondev, who might be in the chat. Yep. Uh, Chris Simeon Rutledge, was there looking good, great every night. Looking good, look because he's been rocking. He's been rocking the kind of Eastern European. Yeah. Oh, he looks great. Like uh, streetwear. Mm-hmm. Adidas. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing his sweater right now. There you go. Oh, you didn't give it back. I didn't give it back to him. <laughs> I need to give it that back to him. That was another thing about the trip is Felipe borrowed everyone's clothes <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> uh, the day before the trip, I was like, I need to do laundry. And so what I did instead is I went to Target and I bought five white shirts, five pairs of black socks, <laughs> a, pa- uh, a pack of five underpants. Yes, but n- none of that that really w- became relevant. You you still needed clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I needed this sweater because I got cold at one point. Yeah, colder than I thought. I thought it'd be spring. I thought it would be warm. And some days were warm, but some days. Everyone talks about the nudity in Berlin. You know, there's a springtime, summertime. Everyone gets nude. You know, not a nude body in sight. No, no. It was quite cold. Yeah. Oh well. But we had a good ass time, and we did end up going out a lot. Yes. Every night we went out, right? I think we went out every night, yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the name of that? The one spot I really liked, which was the like the public toilet. Oh, Zoo Clapper. Yeah, that was great. I had a fun-ass time there. Yeah, that was fun. It, it was this club that they had turned, that was formerly a public restroom, that they turned into a club. <laughs> Visha turns us into a club. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah. so that's what they did yeah they, they did they turned into a club he was like let's turn this into a club <laughs> two, two guys peeing <laughs> and maybe and girls too yeah. you know they all got together in the place where you wash your hands <laughs> and they said let's turn this into a club and yeah we went and we felipe and i were immediately the best dancers yes on the dance whoa floor. we really stole the show german people cannot cannot dance, dance. <laughs> and i saw you at one point you were up front and then you turned around as if to face all the dancers <laughs> it was like you were running like a like an exercise class or something yeah just dancing facing everyone well it's a power kind of a powerful move to turn around Everyone faces the DJ, but you can sometimes say, oh, fuck the DJ. And you can kind of turn around and like dance with people who right. are dancing, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, No, we yeah. slayed the house down. Yeah. Boots. And you can smoke inside boots. That fucked me up. Yeah, you didn't like that. I didn't like, I mean, whatever, I could handle it, but it was like, you didn't feel at one point where it's like, I need like fresh air. Yes. Yes. No, you smell really bad after yeah. five minutes in any club. Yeah. Um... But, uh, yeah, it was great. It was great. The, another thing that was awesome was scootering around everywhere. I liked that a lot. Oh, on the lime scooter. But you know, you don't need to be in Berlin to, I know it's true, but I've never, I'm, do they have that in New York? Not in New York, but they have it in like LA. Yeah. I haven't done it in LA. LA, The the most useless place for that since everything's like 45 minutes by car. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're in one of those neighborhoods and you want to get from like a 7-Eleven to like the parking lot next to it, (laughs) you're going to need a lime scooter. You're going to lime to your car. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Um, yeah, well, it was really, really fun. Everyone said rent a bike, but I was no scooter. The scooter's way. It was a little video game. Beautiful. Oh my God. (laughs) Especially at night when there's no one around and it's like a clear Mm -hmm. night. Just like zoom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we didn't end up trying to go to Bergheim. We didn't do it. No, no, it was tough because we were hanging out with friends every night. So it was hard to be like, extract yourself from a hang. That's fun to be like, I'm going to wait in line for three hours yeah and maybe for, not for get in a thing that maybe might ha- not happen you yeah know? yeah so that was tough mentally to do i think um but we ended up clubbing a lot anyways i don't have any regrets no regrets no maybe if we'd been there longer i would have tried it but i was i just felt lazy i didn't want to do it yeah if anything i wanted to hang out with the uh animators more by the end you know mm-hmm. there's some cool people we made good friends um yeah. That last night, uh, can I, well, I can cut this out if you want me to, but it was so funny that last night you were like, I want to do ecstasy. Uh-huh. And we were at the animators party. Uh-huh. So I, would, I was like, this isn't going to be like particularly lit or anything. Yeah. Um, but then I felt a little bit like I was like, I need to match 
Sam. Uh-huh. Like I need to like go blow for blow with Sam. And you were like, yeah, I might like go somewhere. You said at one point, you were like, if it's 7 a.m. and and I'm still up, I'm going to try to go to Bergheim. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm tired as fuck. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I got I got to match Sam. I was like, I can't. I just had all this FOMO. And then what you ended up doing is just taking ecstasy at the club and then just dancing there, like at the, right. at the animator's party. And then I didn't want to take ecstasy because I don't really like do club drugs and you. it makes me scared. It would have so, you. So I just was like, I'm going to see if I can get there sober. I mean, I wasn't so, I was drinking alcohol, but I was like, I'm going to yeah. try to just dance all night sober. And I was able to do it quite easily and I had a good time. But maybe if I'd been on ecstasy, it would have felt like 10 times better. Well, it's funny. Uh dancing is kind of like other aerobic stuff where you kind of need to warm warm up into it it's like a state of mind you can achieve but you only get there after like 15 minutes of dancing but the first 15 minutes you're like kind of faking it yes you're kind of in your head no me too i'm like bad at it but then once i get into it right you kind of forget you so the sort of social sort of cues and rules don't matter anymore and you're just like oh fuck it i'm just like dancing and having fun yeah um, but there was definitely a moment where I was like watching and I was like, all right, Sam's really going at it. And I was like, I was like, keep going, keep going. Like, <laughs> breakthrough, breakthrough. <laughs> uh, well, there was one point where my cousin gave me some gum and I was like, oh, my breath probably smells really bad. So I was like chewing gum and I was on ecstasy. And then I came out to the bar and you were talking to that guy, Peter. And then you were like, how do you feel, man? You feel good. And I was like, it was like one of those things where a person knows you're on drugs. So they come up really close yeah. to you and they're like, do you feel good, man? Do you feel good? And it's like, they're bearing into your soul a little bit. So I was like, yeah, I feel normal. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm no, fine. You're like, I feel up. I just feel up. I feel up. <laughs> yeah. But then you're like, Oh, can they see through the fact that I'm like trying to downplay it? Probably. No, I, I thought, but, um, I thought I took you at your word that you felt good. normal, but up. Good. No, that's it is how I felt. I was surprised. I've never done I guess I'd done Molly, which is sort of a form of ecstasy. I don't know. I don't know anything about these drugs. So if you're in the chat, you know, just don't come after me. But I took ecstasy and I was like, oh, I'm gonna feel this kind of like intense sort of like sexual excitement and energy, and I'll feel really like kind of in my body and like yeah, just sort of like powerful and excited. And in fact, what I felt was this sort of like you feel up for a little bit of time, but then you actually feel kind of like blissed out and sort of numb. Whoa. And it's like, it's a very, you don't feel sexual at all. It's a kind of anti-sexual feeling. You feel ace. Yeah. And you I was ace. like, I remember it took me back to when I was at Sustain and I remember like waking up at 10. 10 a.m. and going to the rave at 10 a.m. and seeing these people who were just like kind of dancing on their own, but they weren't even dancing well. They were just like kind of flailing their arms <laughs> and like feeling the music. And I was like, oh, they they look sort of strung out. And then I was doing that exact oh, really? thing like at like five in the morning in the club. And there's like six people on the dance floor. I did at that take point. a video of you yeah. and you're just like, yeah. you're and I was just like, Oh, I'm just, <laughs> this feels good just to move to this. Like, I don't even care that there's like three people here, but it was a, it was a non like sexual thing. It was much more like, um, kind of being in like a Zen state or something like that. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. No, the whole time I was like trying to bust a move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I didn't want to take the ecstasy because I was like, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just like never taking it. And I was nervous about what it would make me feel. And already from like our altered sort of sleep, like I don't, I don't like party that many nights in a row usually. And when I don't sleep, it has all sorts of effects on me. Like I get really depressed and like already by like the second or third night, I remember like taking a nap and I just had like a series of like upsetting nightmares about my life Damn. where like, it was like all stuff of my friends getting mad and I kept like waking up and being like, oh, that was awful. And then going back to sleep and then like another nightmare about my life and just like sad thoughts. And then the last, the last day we were there, we went thrifting and I told you, I was like, I feel like I need an SSRI right that now. That was such a funny day. I was day. so sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man. Thrifting is the, 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 the type of mindset you need to go thrifting for clothes is the same type of mindset you need to go clubbing. Yeah. You it's need like, to have, be having fun and feel like, like have cute. fun, no expectations. Yes, yes. Just be like, Oh, I'm here to have fun and have it be light and a good time. And you were like 
deeply depressed. I was feeling so sad for no reason. <laughs> I was just sad, sad, sad. And I was like, if I take this ecstasy, am I going to be like that sad, but three times as much? So that's what I was nervous yeah, about. Yeah, no, I'm glad you didn't take it. And yeah. don't ever take any club drugs <laughs> around me. Because <laughs> uh, I will. I don't want to preside well, over your passage the one, the into one the next time, life. The one time I was on, on Molly, I was a delight. Yeah. Yeah, it can be fun. Um, Carl, uh, though Nolan Soft is asking, who, who are you, Nolan Soft? Do we know you? Um, you're asking if we donor, donor kebab. Let me tell you, Sam only ate donor kebab. Oh, yeah. Every, Sam, like... It's true. When I, when we arrived, Simeon, I said, you took off to eat. And Simeon was like, he's like, it seems to me like Sam always needs to be fed. <laughs> he's like, that's what the perception I have is that Sam always needs to be fed. And I was like, it's true. And you would just be like, all right, I'm going to go eat. And you're always going, were you going to the same Donner Kebab place? No, I go to different places. Different ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, I actually didn't, don't think I really ate all that much, but I do when when the opportunity arises to eat because I'm hungry on vacation, I do not miss that opportunity. Yeah. It's one of the best parts about being on vacation. True, it's true. Um, yeah. And it's also hard to kind of find a sandwich style that I like, I think, at least in this part of New York that we live in. So, and donor kebabs are really You don't fuck really with good. the chopped cheese the Aki way? Yo, put Cheetos in it, bruv. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't. I mean, a, ch- a sandwich at the at the bodega is like fifteen dollars. Really? Yeah, like if you if you load it up with stuff. If you fuck it up with shit. Yeah, donor kebab, seven euros. Damn. Well, is that how much? I guess I just always get the like, the like vegan panini or something. Do you know how much stuff costs? No, here? I just kind of give the guy the card and then... <laughs> uh, when you come let, back I from the store and the you've, bought, <laughs> you've bought oatmeal and, it, and the price tag is $8 <laughs> on it, I think Flupe might not know where gross, <laughs> the grocery store is in our neighborhood and he just shops it's at the true. bodega Sometimes every time. I do be shopping at the bodega. <laughs> just when I need something in a pinch, you know what I mean? <laughs> when Paying I need something, $150 <laughs> I need something for, in a for pinch. oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nolan South says I'm just a big Simple Town fan. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening to Raisin Man Arena. Decidedly, out of all of our personal projects, the best one. <laughs> certainly. <laughs> certainly. <laughs> yeah, we plan to option it into a series. Mm-hmm. It's going to get on gas digital. Too bad none of us really have the time or energy to, yeah. to put enough <laughs> effort into checking the emails. So, you know, it'll just fall by the wayside. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's not here because she forgot about the podcast. Right. Which is now imagine <laughs> now imagine if this got any bigger. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. No, you know, if 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 uh if you and Sarah lived together No, I wouldn't I don't think I'd forget about it, but it's true that traveling is kind of a hassle for the podcast. Sometimes I forget about it. But and it's I, lucky because I'm always out here setting no, it up. it's true. It's true. But I didn't forget about it this time, just to be clear, even though I came out at 3.30. That's fine. Whether or not you, you know, it's not a problem if you forget about it because you're right there. So Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> so all the animation was great. What did you, what do you, do you think you're going to be making more animation after seeing all all that stuff? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> um I guess. I don't but we know. Tr- we're trying to go to more festivals, right? Yeah. Come I mean, on, if I really want to eat more donor. Let's try. We got to get. Gotta, we were told about this festival in Japan called the Nuchitose Airport Air, uh, Festival, which I've known about because I was told about it in college. But if you get in, they fly you out. Yeah. So it's free. Yeah. If you get in. And then this, I mean, this wasn't even really a festival. It was a conference, I think. Um, but at this, at this Chitose Airport one. The winner gets like a bunch of money. Cool. There's like a winner. Wow. We should try and go. That's smart. We'll be Put fun a as winner fuck. of the festival. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be awesome. I, w- I wish there was an animation festival that would fly me back to Boston so I could see my family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Or you should apply to that animation festival when Osiris is with me and then we can go. That's true. Do they fly you? No. 
But once you get there, things are so cheap, they might as well have. Okay. Yeah, so you kind of pay for it the longer you stay there. Should I close that window? Um, can people in the chat hear all that noise? I said, can people in the chat hear the noise? <laughs> we'll wait until um, you respond. Yeah, let's close I'm it. I'm just going to close it. Bro, I ate shit so bad yesterday skateboarding. And, like, I have a big bump on my ass and it hurts when I, like, move around. I fell backwards, which is the worst. You never want to fall backwards. That's not what you're supposed to do. I mean, but, you know, when you fall, you, you're not thinking about did what you're supposed to do. Did it's you an accident. Land, did you land on your feet like straight legged and then the board slipped out from under you i just landed with my weight too far mm. back and the skateboards yeah like you know my feet like got swept up in the air and i fell on like the back yeah. of my pelvis and when you hit the ground and your back hurt did you th ever have a thought that was like i'm not the right age to be doing this definitely i do think <laughs> about that but you know what the truth is like i don't i don't really want to entertain that thinking too much that's, everybody can get smart. hurt. And, I was testing you. Yeah. Everybody can get hurt and recover. Um, and in fact, maybe not true, but I think getting hurt makes your body like, you know, like your inflammation reaction and like, you know, it's like, you, Whoa, I had no idea. I think you can learn to get hurt better. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong about that. As my therapist once said that she's like, it's good for your body to go through that process. Could be wrong. I might be like injuring myself in a permanent way, but, um, I don't know. It's it's the one thing I do where I don't think too much about. I try not to think too much about the like the long term effects because I like to do it. So, skate wait skateboarding or falling skateboarding. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're you're you have the right body type for it. I worry that if I fell down today with the weight that I carry around, I'd split open into a thousand little It'd be the end of you. balls. Like in the like in when they animate like in 3D animation when a character falls to the ground and they break apart into a bunch of little bouncing balls that's what would happen to me. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's kind of I mean it, it like sucks and it hurts and then I like I'm like left a little bit kind of limpy for a little while but it's I don't know there's something kind of nice about it like you fall when you get when I fall I start laughing you know what I mean. Hmm. And something kind of like thrilling about it. And then you're wow. like a little bit in pain, but you're like carrying this pain around that like. So when you don't sleep, you get depressed. But when you fall, I laugh. You, get, you laugh yeah. and get happy. <laughs> yeah. what, a, what a strange world your inner <laughs> mind must be, Felipe. Yeah. You should do Muay Thai. What's that? Like kickboxing and stuff. Or no, see, that's, I don't want to fuck with that. I don't want to get hit in the head. Now that I'd be worried about. Really? Yeah. Like CT, all that stuff. That That ain't right. What about grappling? You just Grappling, kind of yeah. I used to do judo when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. Did you ever fuck someone up? No, no, because it's very like it's it is like grappling. I mean, and you're mm. doing it on like a on a soft mat, but it's really about pinning people. Mm. Were you good at it? I was little. I mean, I was probably like seven. I mean, <laughs> you snap someone's <laughs> someone's arms, um, <laughs> and then they banned you from the league. <laughs> I think I was yellow with orange tips or something. What is that? What do you well, you know, you get like you get like a white oh, the belt, belt first, then then white with yellow tips, then yellow, then yellow with orange Damn. tips. You were rocking yellow with orange I tips. I think so, or maybe one orange tip. I can't remember. And those big paggy pants. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah. I wish I kept Damn, those. Damn. You. <laughs> I wish I kept those. <laughs> Damn. Walk around Bushwick in those, bruh, boy. Bruh. You clean up. Um. Have you ever had to use your martial arts in any like real life setting? <laughs> I was gonna say one time I did it to a girlfriend, but but I no, but I did it to a girlfriend being like, oh check this out. Mm. I was like, I'll show you how it because I I would like sweep. You, I could like basically it's not like striking. You just sweep someone's foot and you push them and they fall. Mm. So I was like, check this out, and then I tried doing it, and she like her back like bent. She was like really flexible, so her back bent, and I couldn't I couldn't bring her down. Damn. She it was like. I sort of pushed her and then she just went like a bendy <laughs> straw. And then she's like, you can't bring me down. Wow. Yeah. She showed you. Yeah. You need to learn how to protect yourself. That's, that was the talk you were giving her. Yeah. This yeah, is, yeah. this is, the, <laughs> if a guy does a judo move to you, 
I don't know. I was trying to impress her or something. It, it was in, it was back in high school. <laughs> no, I haven't had to use it. I think I'd get my ass kicked, and I don't think judo's like a great, yeah, like a great martial yeah, art totally. for like street fighting. No, not at all. Not at all. Um. Anyways, let's see. Chris Rutledge saying, was just listening to the last Raisin Man app in the car, and now we get home and Raisin Man is live? Let's fucking go! Thanks, Chris. Thanks for watching. Chris was one of the joys of Pictoplasm, one of the main joys for me. I didn't realize he's he's like such a, uh, a kind of elder spokesman of the animation world, but he really brings people together. Everyone likes him. I liked him before, and I like him even more now. And I'm happy to count him among my friends. And he sent us a sneak peek of a project that we cannot talk about. We're not going to talk about but it. But it, it looks very, very cool. But we're not talking about <laughs> it. But it looks very cool. Imagine it. I was like, well, what if we played it on the stream? <laughs> no, we're not going to do that, Chris. But what if we did that? That'd be kind of crazy. We're gonna and we're gonna go through Pictoplasma and rate everybody's work that from best to worst <laughs> that yeah. we liked. And their body. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. No, there was fire. There was just fire stuff across the board. I've loved everything. It's hard. I loved fucking everything that we fucking saw. <laughs> it's hard to you have to do a lot of poking around. This is a thing I don't like about festivals, and I don't like this about... This was true about work trips that I went on. Really, this is true about anything in life for me, but I don't like having to snoop online to figure out who people are so that I can like meet them in real life and know the thing about them. Yeah. That I find like a you ever, tiring... You ever meet someone, you don't know what they do, so you don't care. You go, hi, nice to meet you, shake their hand. Then you go home, you look at their Instagram, one million bajillion followers, firework. <laughs> and then you go, oh shit, I should have been nervous. And then you, your knees start clicking, clacking. Yeah. Then you get nervous in, in, in retrospect. Um, yeah. And then you go up to them. You can't talk to them later at like the bar. Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> so nice to see you again, <laughs> mister. <laughs> Sir, my liege. Yeah. There was someone like that who I like went on his Instagram and I was like, bro, this, this kid's freaking got a million followers. Yeah. I was like, and I've just been talking to him like he's. I know you meet people who are really young. Yeah. And then you're kind of, well, you give them a little lesson. You yeah. Know? And yeah. then, and then they, like, have nah, like, this, they have like 50,000 followers. That happened a lot where I would talk to people and then, yeah. And then I'd be like, this person's like very successful. Yeah. And that happens to me a lot because I'm not very <laughs> successful. <laughs> the animation world. But I love to dole out advice. It's a great quality of mine to be not successful and qu quick with the trigger on advice giving. Mm -hmm. You don't have like to be successful me. to give advice. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> Best not to be, I find. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was Pictoplasma. That was Berlin. Check. Done. Done. And now we're back in New York. Honestly, with the six daps that... How many daps are there? Twelve? Twelve. With your twelve daps in the bank, you have twelve years of going to Pictoplasma if you just <laughs> submit one <laughs> each submit year. One every year. <laughs> so what is Adult Swim? Like, what is this Dismals program? But it was funny doing? to be out there and be like, oh, most people here are European. And they don't, they're not part of the same, Yeah. like, Adult Swim Smalls was actually a very small minority of, it was just us two, right? No, there were a few other smalls. I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't do any research, <laughs> but, but I, I was struck by when I went on stage, the guy asked me what Adult Swim Smalls was. And you had to explain So it. I had to explain it and kind of be a spokesperson for Adult Swim Smalls, even though I don't work for them. Um, so that was funny. But um, it was funny that the organizer of the festival, I guess he had a bone to pick. Like he didn't like that a lot of the shorts in the festival were short. Yes. And he p would say it. He would have a Q&A where he'd invite all the animators on and then he'd be like, this one's a little short. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, what about the next one? Will that be longer? 
And it was just funny because he kind of would grill people about their shorts being short. And it was like, well, bro, you programmed it. I know. He was he <laughs> took, he took the kind of um, the yeah antagonistic route. Yeah. There was this one person who was like, oh, I'm making this. Now I'm working on this thing, this six minute long animation about this spoon that talks. And he was like, well, that sounds like a perfect idea for a six minute animation. <laughs> At one point, what? At one point, he programmed this one guy's animation, and it was short. And he was like, "Yeah, it's kind of short." He's like, "Are you working on anything longer?" And he's like, "Yeah, well, I just have this like ten minute thing." And he's like, "Where's that?" And then the guy's like, "Well, I sent it to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I submitted it, and it didn't get in." <laughs> that rules. <laughs> yeah, let's see. He said adult... So this is Chris saying that the organizer said adults Swim smalls were too American. I think it's true. He was like, oh, it's very college humor. Yes, he didn't like it. He had a bone to pick with adults Swim smalls as well, which is like it's too college humor, too American. Yeah. Yeah, well, I could... If you really wanted to go blow for blow, <laughs> I could say a few things about his... About the curation, all right? So don't come for the college humor. Yeah. And kids in college need to laugh. They it's need so to fucking true. Laugh. It's so true, bro. We got to be making work for them. It's so true, bro. You know? It's so true. That's my demo. When you have a... When you're making work, do you have a person in mind or like a, a thing, a person in mind who you're trying to make work for? Carmen Electra. <laughs> a 40... Seven year old. <laughs> well, you know, ba back in her day, <laughs> back in her prime. <laughs> um, do I have an audience? Hey, you know, it changes. Yeah. It changes each thing. And then sometimes you ever find yourself, you're making something and then you're like, oh shit, that one guy, he would hate this. Mm. And then that sticks in your head where you're like, I hadn't thought about that one person, that one comedian I really admire. He would hate this shit. He would hate this. You know? Huh. That's never occurred to me, I think. Or you're like, you're making something and then you're like, oh, fuck. My ex-girlfriend would hate this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I was making work for ex an ex-girlfriend for a while. Back like, in college? Uh, Yes. Back like, when you're doing all that weird and, like, performance A little stuff? bit post-college. I was like, what would this person think about all the work that I'm doing right now in my life? And I would read everything through her eyes and become sad. In a positive or in a negative way? In a negative way. Yeah, I mean, I, was, I had a lot of shame about my... Yeah. life and what i did and yeah but it can be nice when you have a crush and then you make work thinking about them being like oh they would like this you yes. that ever happened to you no uh no uh, yeah that happens to me yeah and then they you see that they've watched your instagram story mm -hmm. and then and then <laughs> you know it's like you didn't have to do all that <laughs> you could have just asked them out yeah they voted on your poll about whether you should eat the rest of your of your leftover dinner on Friday night that you posted on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My microwave potato. Posting yeah. that at 11 p.m. and she votes yes and I go, oh yeah, she's paying attention. Uh, yeah. Okay, so now that's the final word on Berlin. No more. Donald Trump indicted. It's not clear exactly, like with everything legal, it's not clear I know. It, it's like, what, what does it, it mean? He's like, he's been found liable for sexual uh, harassment. Bro, the law is so R word. I know. It makes no sense. He just, he was indicted like two months ago for some other thing. And I thought he's going to go to prison. But I think he's convicted this time. It's like. He was convicted? Like the hammer's been bang. Of this last thing? Yes. So what but, does that but, mean? But it's on, uh, on a thing where the language is quite, if it's like, you are now liable for <laughs> and you are k k k liable maybe <laughs> and you've been found maybe liable <laughs> possibly bro the law sucks the law sucks senator diane feinstein said she was returning to washington her months-long absence certain to deprive democrats of a much-needed vote bro that woman needs to retire yeah Ugh. but that's a different news item sorry I was just, I went, I went to, um, Trump is found liable for sexual abuse in civil trial. Oh, civil trial. So does that mean he just has to pay liable? He just has to pay a bunch of money. He's not going to prison for that. Okay. Right. Cause you can't go to prison for something that you get taken to civil court for. Right. That sounds right to me. Yeah. 
And then liable to me sounds like you got to pay. Liable. Should we look up liable? Look up liable, yeah. <laughs> and uh, let me see. I'm going to look through my we texts for a little while. Just moved <laughs> to this country. Just learned English. If you're in the chat and you uh, want to ask something Responsible or say something, by law. Legally answerable. Okay. Well, I knew that. Guess in and guess from what ancient language it derives from? Sanskrit. No, Latin. Libable. Ligare. Ligare soda. From and from French, liar, lio, to bind. Ah, lier. Lier. Yeah, like you know liaison. Yes. That's a that's a connection. That's a person that connects yes, you. Right, yes. right. A liaison. That's right. Lié, and it sounds a little bit like linear, you know. Yeah, it does. It do be sounding like that. Well, guys, this is what the podcast is all about: learning stuff live. Well, you know what's nice about when you go on CNN.com? He has to pay five million. It's defamation, guilty of defamation, and probably committed SA, huh? SA, sexual assault. Yeah, I uh, knew that. I, <laughs> I didn't even bit. know. I didn't even know you knew. And probably, wait, the law can convict you, can decide that you probably did something? What use is that? Who knows? We need a lawyer on deck. We need a lawyer. Who knows? We need the, the Raisin Man lawyer. Well, it's more complicated than being an animator, being a lawyer. True. Mm, I don't know. You think so? I think so. But that guy, Will Peterson, no, Will Will Anderson, Anderson, his shit was complicated. It was complicated. Don't you think that every job, given enough time doing it, is just as complicated as any other job? Hmm. Any Little job. theory there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mole on that one. I don't know. Any job, given enough time doing it, is just as complicated as any other job. Yeah. I think my... I don't think my landlord's job is complicated, but they really complicated it with a they lot of emails. They do overcomplicate it, yeah. So, so yeah. maybe your maybe your theory's yeah. true. Yeah, he's like, what if I send a, <laughs> a an email out of my phone and I misspell every word and I antagonize <laughs> exactly. my tenants for no reason? <laughs> exactly. And then what if I call them frantically and try to explain personal matters and that's why I'm so stressed <laughs> out and yeah awful what I, what if i just show up to their door and ask for a bunch of bullshit and then i forget what i asked for and later on i bring it up and i don't know what the fuck i had asked for when i came to the door yeah <laughs> um what's next donald trump five million dollars doesn't seem like a lot no that's him. what i'm thinking for him except you know back in the day when he was president it was like he's broke he doesn't want you to talk about it, but he's broke. Yeah, they were trying to get him with that. But that I'm was... like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Like in terms, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because rich people, rich people can be broke and still like ball out all right. the time. Or I think their debts are like kind of exceed their assets or something like that. It makes no fucking sense. You know what they say? If you owe the bank $10, you have a problem. If you owe the bank a million dollars, the bank has a problem. Right. That's right. Um, and that's because a million dollars is a lot more. Right, right, exactly. It's 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 their fault that time. If you if I but just to be clear, Felipe, if I owe you ten dollars, no, if you owe me ten dollars, it's your problem. But if you owe me a million dollars, it's gonna still be your problem. Okay, <laughs> from an Uber, <laughs> yeah, from, from an, a really big Uber from you ordered. An Uber, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you ordered me an Uber train <laughs> <laughs> to, to go to to go to China, <laughs> to go to Fujian. <laughs> um, so Donald Trump, he's he's about to be wearing the orange jumpsuit. Let me see. Uh, bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, let's see what else. <laughs> Sarah's not here, and everything just Sarah's falls not here, apart. So she's not. We can't really mine our sort of internal emotional states. Yeah. Or think of interesting questions to ask each other because. Oh, Sabina and Annabelle got written up on the New York Times. Oh yes, yes. Fire! Congratulations. Was it surrounding their film? Yes, but like then it general? was but then it was like a profile about them. That's but, great. 
<laughs> but you know, rising tide lifts all boats, and now that they've been on the New York Times, you'll see listens for the Raisin Man episode that they were on start to tick <laughs> That's on right. up. That's right. Lucky, you know, we bought in early. We we bought angel investors. We were we bought the stock when it was cheap, and now that it's going up, we are reaping the benefits. That's what you like to see. Yep. That's what you like to see. That's right. People are looking at us. Sabina, I'm like, I want to listen to them on a podcast. Click, 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 click. Raise yep. arena. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is kind of interesting mm-hmm. and has no premise and <laughs> <laughs> kind of irregular in mm-hmm. every episode sort of has a different procedure and. Yep. I should, uh, I should be getting an email in my inbox at any moment, um, for the, um, for Annabelle and Sabina to come have me hang out with them in Herbert Von King. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, now that they've been in the New York Times, that invite's going to be quite a bit pricier. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be quite a bit Oh, pricier. nice. They're in the chat. Congratulations, Annabelle. And Sabina. And Sabina. They're both. So, yes, so when you guys are listening, there. are you in the same room? Are you listening on two computers, one computer? Are you both wearing one onesie that did, you're did both you fitting into? Did you talk to those twins that were in that bar, the pizza bar? There were twins. When there we were, were in these, Berlin? There were these Swedish twins who no. were like really into being twins and they performed together. Don't want to make this the Meshkis jealous. Wait, in, Ber- in Berlin? Yeah, in Berlin. I don't remember meeting twins. They they said there there's like a um, twin festival in Ohio that they were invited to, and that twins are really they made a lot of their money being part of medical tests because twins identical twins are really useful for like control wait, as wait, control they variables. Were, they were Swedish twins, but they were in Ohio. No, they were going to Ohio for a festival this summer. What kind of festival? Twin festival? A twin festival. Ooh. And then they were they were getting experiments done on them? Yes. Well they can you can make a lot of your money apparently as twins really? doing experiments. Is this true? Sabina and Annabelle? S- Sabina says, OMG, we met twins that have been to that festival and they said after hours it's orgies. Bro. Whoa. Whoa. That's so Maybe interesting. Lily and I should go. Yes. Wait, I forgot you're a twin, bro. No, I, but it, it's not. It's only for identical twins. The festival? Probably. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's no, no they way they're live. not letting in if you're fraternal. <laughs> There's no way. That would but be if you're discriminatory. An you can get in. You can get in. If you have an, it's like you have an animation in the twin festival. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's a it's a water simulation. It's like a character that turns into water and then has hair that kind of like flies around. Yeah. They they were like. Oh, they say we accept all kinds. That's good. Yeah, maybe I will. Bro, you know you're at that festival and you're like twins, twins. Yeah, there's just. I imagine people kind of walking around with like little fetishes that they're. It's probably like the like the adult video awards. You know, it's just like twins and then weird people who are obsessed with them, kind of like want to take pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, Um, Wait, so what about them? It was just Just like a a funny. I guess it's a funny little peek into a world. You know, you talk to someone at a bar, you realize there's a whole world of Plus, twins. when you tell me Swedish twins, I imagine the albino twins from the Matrix. They have dreads. And I'm like, well, of course you're running experiments on those guys. They freak as fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, yeah, exactly. You want to put better, electrodes on those guys? better run some tests. Yeah. <laughs> I, it looks Figure like some tests been ran yeah. on them already, <laughs> I think. <laughs> they, let's just say they didn't used to be albino. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, um, I didn't meet those guys. Wait, but I was in the middle of about it, they, they were girls. Oh, the girls. I yeah. see. Anyways. Were they cute? We have a bad... You have a bad track record of remembering things that happened to us on this trip. I know. It's true. So. <laughs> I have a bad memory. Oh, my phone wants me to do pano. Huh. What, what do you mean? Just... It was on pano for some reason. Oh, I thought it was you were getting a notification. Like, the, you know, sometimes Apple, like, adds new features and it'll be like... Ding dong, it's time for this new stupid ass feature that yeah. is on the timer that we decided Three tips now. for learning this thing yeah. you don't need. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like learn about all the new features and then it like hijacks your phone so that suddenly you're like watching a video and you're like, I didn't want to learn about how to type faster by <laughs> breathing into the microphone or something. Do they know what our dick pics are on your phone so that they don't put them in those memories like things that they memory slide that would be a good feature honestly i think they they must know what are pictures of dicks and what aren't 
like that they have an internal well because sometimes you like will look up like bicycle and it shows you every picture that has a bicycle in it have you tried this no yeah yeah if you go on the search bar and you type a word depending on the word it'll like identify that thing in all your photos yeah but i don't know if because i've never you've watched through those memories and you've never seen a dick pic of yours and i'm waiting i've watched (laughs) them again and again and again every day (laughs) no it just occurred to me like that could be a thing that a mistake that they make but they probably it probably they don't make it so making the mistake would mean putting the dick pic into the thing yes exactly but they seem to know what photos like would more or less be relevant of like they never show you it's like memories from 2021 and they never show you like a picture of a receipt you took or sometimes they kind of really well now we have to confirm you want to watch our memories no i'm just getting a text from who um my health my doctor and what's she saying you have an appointment booked on tuesday may 30th what's it for that's to see my psychiatrist but i probably won't see her Uh, okay i've kind of been canceling you've been canceling on your psychiatrist yeah, I don't need, I don't need what she has to offer. Are you trying to wean off the sauce? I'm all I'm all good now. No, I haven't been taking the sauce. That's good. Yeah. Now that you finish the dabs, you're like I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to sink into a, an oblivion of sleep. Yeah. Um Okay, says I feel like it's less filtering out dicks and more training on faces and pets. That's probably true. But some people's faces do be phallic. They're kind of phallic <laughs> looking. So true. <clears throat> so true. <laughs> um, what else? Before we went, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We watched this movie last night called Sputnik. Oh, I didn't. How was it? It was, it cool. was well, we're, we're not finished with it, but it's pretty interesting. It's a Russian 2022 sci-fi movie about an alien that's trapped inside a guy's body. But rather than the alien coming out and like wreaking havoc on the world and killing characters and stuff, it's stuck in there and only comes out at night. So you get to see it, but then he goes back into but the guy's mouth. Then it goes mouth. back into the guy's mouth and the guy then wakes up and he doesn't know that there's this alien in him and they're not telling him. And the movie is about, is about how can we save this guy and extract him from this parasite from how him come they don't just shoot the alien? Him. Well, I think they're going, they, when they hurt the it, alien, it hurts the guy, it hurts the guy. Yeah. So they're like the, the parasite and the guy are kind of like fusing together. And this is not, it's not explicitly said this yet in the movie, but I think where it's going is like the alien is going to start taking on the kind of personalities and sort of memories of this guy and sort of become the guy and the guy is going to like slowly fade away. So it will become this sort of moral dilemma about like, who is the guy? Yeah. Do they kill this alien or not? Theseus's ship. Ship of right, Theseus. Exactly. Exactly. Except it's easy to tell because the alien looks like Gollum. It does not look like. It doesn't a guy. look like it a looks guy. Fucked up. If you saw that alien walking around <laughs> Russia, you would not think that's a guy. <laughs> You'd think. Yeah, it has like eighty eyes and has like three or four different kinds of clawed, like spidery legs and an ugly ass tail. It's gross. It's a good. I think the movie looks good. It doesn't look cheap. Yes. It looks the movies looks good. Everything's kind of dark, and they film in these really, really great locations. These cool modernist buildings. And the main girl, ooh, she's cute as hell. Everyone's cute in it. True, <laughs> true. Dude, everyone's cute in it. All you right? ever see you ever see an actor in a movie, and you're like, your forehead has Botox, except that huh. way the character wouldn't have that. It's funny. You no, know, I'm not looking for that, but maybe I should. I just randomly started noticing it. Just because yeah. I had a conversation about Botox with somebody. And then every time I see like an old person. Who was it? Name names. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, every time I see an old person and their forehead's like really, really smooth. Yeah. You're like. People are getting it all around us. It's true. But it's just funny when you see a movie where it's like a Russian scientist 
from the 1980s. Mm. You know, living in some like Siberian wasteland. They didn't have Botox there, no. you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I would get it, honestly. But it seems like a lot of work. It's already hard enough to schedule doctor's appointments. But people, I, I met a person who gets them for headaches. And it helps their headaches? Yeah, it helps So they headaches. get it in their, where do you get it that it helps your I headache? I think you get it in like your temples and stuff like that. Whoa. The way you're sitting is <laughs> quite, <laughs> quite becoming. Suggestive. <laughs> you can't really see it in the, in the vid though. Yeah, I'm just stretching out my leg. We got a couple minutes left before. Ask we... us any questions you want in the chat and we will answer them. Yeah, this one kind of slowed down, I'd say, this episode. Hey, that's okay. It's hard. We've been hanging out with each other for I like know. We've been seeing each other every single the, a long time. Day. So we we don't have a lot of new things to say to each other. No, no. But that's okay. A couple of hours, each of us in a room, we'll come out. We'll find a thing. We'll a find new, a thing a to talk about. <laughs> well, I, I started watching Entourage today, which I've never seen. And I started telling Sam about it and he was like, can we talk about it on the podcast? And I was like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. Yeah. That's classic. I just do yeah. not like talking about a, like a 20 year old television show. But people talk about that all the time and you can read it through the today's eyes and find new interesting meaning, yeah, I guess you know? So. Well, I didn't, I didn't want to. And so then I told you all my re- reflections about it right before the episode started, <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah. I'll, the only thing I'll say about it, it's a very horny show. And it's light. You know, I, there is, I think, prestige television, right, like, has a kind of, like, tense towards, you know, it's like the darkness. Yes. You know, trying to get deep. Yes. And the show, like, keeps things quite light, at least season one. I don't know about the rest of it, but... Is it funny? It is very funny, yeah. And, like, it has kind of a... It's funny. I, I was thinking about in Breaking Bad, every time something happens at the end of an episode, literally the next episode, everything that happened is used, is referenced. Like there's never just like a, a kind of event that the show's in like, don't, don't worry about that. That was just a funny ending. I'm not, it's nothing to think about. Every episode starts and it's like, you remember the last thing that happened last episode? That's where we're picking up. Okay. Whereas in Entourage, shit will happen at the end of an episode and then it's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's like a sitcom. Oh, that's nice. That's true to life often. Yeah. It's Things like, will happen to you and you go, eh, that doesn't matter. That's not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't need to remember that for tomorrow yeah yeah um let's see cases i'm going to berlin next week okay you should go to zerklappa 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 we liked it but we didn't even get that much of a taste of all of the different places we could have gone to i mean we were there for four nights and we went to six different clubs (laughs) and bars so I mean, the what bars, a, what a I know if you add, add bars, it's more. I'm really? counting just clubs. What were the clubs? Well, I don't need to. Yeah, yeah. But so I'd say we did a, quite a bit. Chris says Sam was taller IRL than I expected. I oh. don't have, Chris also asked how many dick pics I have on my phone. I went through a phase in 2017, right where I went out of college, where I would sometimes take pictures of myself, of, of my genitals, but... I never ended up sending them to anyone. Really? Yeah. Never? I was like, I was like, oh, I'll get one so I'm prepared. Like really? in case I need to send it. But then I've I never sent it to anyone. Huh. I'm not a, I'm not a, a like sexter guy. I see, I see, I see. Um so yeah. So never so there's a couple in there, but they're me and I'm like look really skinny and I'm like twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I look like a little boy. That's <laughs> funny. To me, yeah, yeah, sometimes we watch old or uh, Simple Town videos, and I'm like, yes, yeah, Sam looked like little, little. I know we all were. Th- Will was a lot skinnier too. Yeah, Will was little, little, little. <laughs> thin, thin little string beans. Yeah. But now we've all bulked up. Eni says, "My new coworker is a self-proclaimed citizen of Raisin Nation." Uh, our listener stopped me on the street the other day and I wish I forgot her name. I'm so sorry if you're listening, but I was biking around Ridgewood and then she yelled out. She said, Raisin Nation. And then I stopped and we had a conversation. It's not that crazy to meet someone in Ridgewood who you have a friend in common with who listens to your podcast. But she did say she'd been listening since like way, way, way back in the day. She was like, because she was friends with Jake 
And did I tell this story? Yep. She was like, well, okay, I guess no point in telling it to you now. <laughs> no, I have to no, tell it to the listeners. No point. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was like, yeah, Jake told me back in the day when you guys were roasting, uh, what the fuck was the name? Parade. Do you remember when Parade underwear? Yes. She was like, Jake told me they were roasting Parade. And, and she's like, and I've listened since then. And I was like, that was like during COVID. That was a long ass time ago yes. that we were doing talking about Parade. She's like, well, yeah. And we could roast it again now. Yeah. <laughs> All nope. these comedians getting the parade underwear. What the fuck is going on? When with am that? I going to get my underwear? <laughs> and they're not getting paid for this. And it's free advertising. Chris asked an interesting question, which is what old Simultown video do you think holds up the best? And I'll say. I know the one. There's one. I'll flip it and say, which one do you think holds up the worst? Ooh. Because I think, I think I know off the top of my Which head. one do you think holds up the worst? Or one that we never think of or that never gets any play is the um, the one we filmed on the train. <laughs> really? That one you think but holds up the worst? But I think it's funny. No, no, no. I just think it's like I always, when I when I go onto the YouTube and I'm like seeing all the old ones, I'm like, oh, yeah, we made that one. Wait, there's way more random sauce ones, though. Really? The Thanksgiving one to me is like kind of... You don't like that one? Well, I just think the production's bad. It looks bad. It's kind of It's kind of meandering. Yeah, it was bad. And then before I moved to the city, you and Will made a bunch that have really like not entered the canon, I'd say, as well. No, no. They were yes. like very outside the voice of what ended up being That's Simpletown. true. That's true. I remember when we had that general with that person, like right when we moved to New York. And he was like, so you guys are like, your voice is kind of like click hole, like that kind of thing. And it was because <laughs> oh, yeah, we had true. made that one like millennials talk about sex, which is a bad video. And... It was just funny because that's so not our voice. The premise is that millennials talk about the best part of sex. And as the video goes on, you realize that they think that sex is washing. Washing a car like sexy style. So they're like, oh, I love sex. Like I love when the soap is all sudsy and then you're yes. washing the car. Yes. That is very click hole. Like that's very, very like, stupid. Yes. <laughs> it's very stupid is what it is. And I'm sorry that I made it. Um, but yes. And that's not in our voice anymore. So I probably, probably that one is the worst. Um, what about the one called my trip to Abu Dhabi? That one's good. Where it's like <laughs> gameplay one, footage of the Witcher 3 good. and you're talking. No, that one is good. And I think <laughs> that is, is funny. an, an is eternally good idea. And I could still even <laughs> imagine making a version that of that is today. That is a funny video. That, that is, is funny. a funny video. It's true. <laughs> the concept of that one is you're watching video game play and then a person narrating. But they're, what they're not narrating is like what's happening in the video game. They're talking about like their trip to Abu Dhabi with a class and like the things they learned on it. So it's as if you've stumbled into like video gameplay by like some sort of, YouTuber. but is the joke that this person is being antisocial and doesn't want to go outside. And so they're playing video games. That's kind of it, right? Where it's oh, like, I'm just yes, in maybe here. That's part I don't of like the food here. Yes, yes, yes. Well, he's like the premises. He's made this thing. That's like, you had to make my, your, this video called your eight study abroad, like learnings or whatever, like for, I guess his class or whatever. And he just made it of this gameplay of him playing a video game. So anyways, you, you over the course of eight minutes, which is way too long for a comedy video, <laughs> you sort of, it unfolds that this guy's like not really going out. He doesn't really like Abu Dhabi. He doesn't like being there. He has this flirtatious relationship with a girl that won't talk to him. Um, and it's good. It's a funny premise. I remember wanting to make that in when we were at Brown. It is, it is kind of a college type of video because it's a little like MCM. Yes. Modern culture and media. Yes. And that was like in 2016 was when I was really into like watching gameplay footage. That's when I kind of went through that phase. I'll say one last one and then I think we should close up. And then I'll say one last point and then I think we should close up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well then I'll say one last point after that. And then I think we should close up. Um, there's one that I tried re-editing called the Maltese Falcon where it's a thing we made where we made with Ian before I think you were even in the group. Yes. Where it's like we pretend to be the the two um people at the film archive, like two curators at the film archive or something doing a uh 
commentary of a scene in the Maltese Falcon where they like unravel the Maltese Falcon and they're, t- they're describing the scene. And then at some point the, the scene starts playing backwards. And so in the scene, they like unravel the Maltese Falcon. And so then we, we end that and then it reverses and it plays all backwards. So they like put the Maltese Falcon back and we do the commentary as if that was what was happening in the movie where we're like, what's interesting is in the scene that they like put the Falcon back into the box and yes. then they like reopen it. And so it keeps going back and forth and we treat it all as if it was diegetic. As if indi- as if the actors were wrapping it up and reopening the box. Yes. But it's too damn long. It, I remember thinking that's funny and also thinking, I think that's more of an MCM type movie where I was yeah. like, oh, these are little, these guys are a little like want to be smarty pants. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? Maybe you're right. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Um, Chris says, that sounds like the kind of videos where it's just people telling a story, but then but put them playing some game over it because they don't want to film themselves. That is exactly what it's like. Yes. Yeah. Um, Format, which later on became very popular. Yes, it's true. It's true. Um, I do feel like we should close up unless you really do have a final. Point. No, no, I don't. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you've listened this far, you get a bunch of chat points. Yeah. You get all the, the you get all the Twitch, all the Twitch bits <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> um, and also you should come to the, uh, simple town show. That's in two weeks, May 26th. Is that right? May. That sounds right. May 20. Yeah. So now we're going to have a little silence. Fourth. 24th, May Wednesday. 24th, uh, at union hall, get the tickets. Now they are selling out fast. I think there's one or two left. Yeah. As a matter of fact, by now, by now, because you're not going to be able to get in. Um, and then that's it, right? That's it. They also give us a lot of drink tickets, which we didn't use all of last time. So we'll, if you come up so to us, and come up, I don't like to drink after shows usually, so I'll just give them to you. So, yeah, if you're super nice and you come and you buy a ticket beforehand, you might get a drink ticket. But I can't promise anything. Because I some I do like to drink after shows. <laughs> and honestly, if some random came up to me and was like, "Can I have your drink ticket?" I'd be like, "Fuck off." Yeah, you can't be random. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Raisin Man Arena.